Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's NFL football. That's right, American football. American. Yes. There's no no guest. No, uh, no guest prediction. No nothing. Guests let us down this week. Because they're letdowns, so, you know. Statsmistress also phoned in this week. I mean, you know. It would have been a disaster if it hadn't have been for the fact that the glamorous co-host myself steered through the choppy waters of NFL football and brought you a glorious NFL football podcast. If you're in the mood for subscribing to things and you're a YouTube fan, put the two things together. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way you get to keep up to date with everything coming from CookieCast. And I believe that's a good thing. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. And we are off. Allegedly. He says whilst checking, going, is that working? It's um, it's a small affair this week. Small affair. Um, big shout out to uh, Colin Wright, the newest member of the Sin Bin. Col, go fuck yourself. Um, I honestly hope I. I can't remember if it's me going up against Cole this week. If it is, I hope I absolutely destroy you. And if it's me going up against Tim this week, likewise, because he's the uh, he's the founding member of the Sin Bin and can uh, also follow suit. I'd, I'd I'd say that they they're more than welcome to come on and debate me in that in that field, but. Uh, so yeah, um, it's the NFL podcast. There's no no easy way to say it. I'm afraid it's the NFL podcast. Um, everybody has deserted us this week, Mr. Williams. I feel we may have said the wrong thing at some point. Unfortunately for me, casting my mind back, I'm struggling to see when I said the right thing. So you know, it's like it's like telling it's like telling people in your league to uh, go fuck themselves. You know, things like that. It's probably not the greatest idea. Not gonna lie. I'm here. We can only we can only say what we can say, Andrew. So I'm here. My glamorous co-host with his lovely new haircut is here. The stats. Oh no, she's not here. Uh, our guest this week. Oh no, we don't have any. It's gonna make it's gonna make for interesting predictions. That's for fucking sure. Um, so, I mean, there's there's plenty there to be going on with. That's for sure. Um, last week, last week, last week, last week. Some interesting developments last week. Um. I want to get this right out there, right on Front Street, okay, before the rumours start circulating. I may not have a lot of time for the man, 
but here at Laces Out, we're on to send our heartfelt, speedy recovery to one Dakari Prescott. Um, what is sounding like a pretty severe ankle break. Um, Compound fracture, I think it came through. Yeah. It was. Um, it's one of those, uh, there's, there's times where, you know, personal feelings on things are superseded by you never want anybody to be injured you know in in certain those situations um so a speedy recovery to to Dak prescott um so yeah that's out there that's out there way way out front um i have seen a stat so i don't want to spoil the stat uh, but obviously we had returning quarterbacks this week. So that was very interesting. Um, the old... Uh, the old... Acker. That's right. Pretty sure that blew its ass out game one. It's great because... Uh, Back to back weeks even gets to the weekend. Back to back weeks. Thank thankfully, you won't have that problem this weekend because there's no Thursday night game this week, so you might be alright. I mean, I might. <laughs> I might. <laughs> yeah, there's been some. Uh, there's been some upsets. Um, you know, we we could always go to the uh, live over to the Kansas City Chief locker room and have a conversation with those guys. Believe, correct me if I'm wrong. Believe that the Seattle Seahawks are the only undefeated team. Five and zero, oh, baby. No. No, no. So the Steelers are still undefeated. They've mm. just not played five games. Yes. Uh, as as are the Titans. The Titans. But yeah, the Steelers are the only team that are five and zero. Oh. Um. Seahawks five and zero, Titans and Steelers four and zero. Yeah, I can talk my head. I can't see anyone else that's unbeaten. I don't know. Well, if... Quite a few four and one teams. But yeah, I'm just. I just want to double check something in the stats before I again. Blow something out. Oh no! In in one of your stats, this particular team gets mentioned, but not the thing I was going to say. Uh, the Falcons decided to uh, clean house, didn't they? Tell you what, uh, get your get your head coach and sling your rock. And while you're at it, take the general manager with you. Why don't you? Yeah. Well, the only the only reason that, the only reason they did that was because. The Texans had already done it. They got rid of their head, their head coach and their uh, you know general manager. Yeah. Just so happened they were the same guy, but you know that's 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 neither in or there. So it's the trendy thing to do in the twenty twenty NFL season. So, did you ever win in the fantasy this week? Oh yes, I did. I've done my usual, started out real nice, looking real good, 
and uh, and then you know three weeks in shit the bed and then it's just downhill from there so I've had I've had yet another loss what was comforting though was in in the other league I also had a loss to somebody who very much like the Seattle Seahawks is 5 and 0 you know what makes it worse they live in this house. <laughs> Fucking shit house. Yeah. Yeah, but I bet she was nice. I bet she was perfectly, uh, you know. She hasn't mentioned it. She hasn't. She hasn't mentioned it at all. At no point. She didn't even. She didn't even mention it before the games. If I beat you this week, I'm going to go five and zero. Oh. There was no ifs because she didn't just beat me. Was it a bit of a pounding? Uh, it was International Women's Month. Uh, if anybody gets that Deadpool reference. So. Trying to think the order of business. Do we do we need to check who who won the predictions? Because I'll tell you this much: nobody won any money in our house. So I, c- I could only. No, we'd usually. We'd usually. We'd usually do something like. We'd get season long predictions. Can't do that. There's no. So as to not sway any sort of feeling of who might make it to the Super Bowl. But as there's no guess. Oh, I'll just. I'll just. I'll just text Colin. I don't know. Um. So we can always go to last week's predictions. Go. So I need some good news. I had two losses, and I lost eight pence on bets. So eight pence. That's all I had left in my betting account. It's an interesting amount to put on. It, it was all. It was all psychological. If I bet the eight pence. The possible return was like two pounds sixty something. So then I was back in. I was back in the black, wasn't I? Right, week five. No, I'll, I'll I'll bring them up slowly, so we can see how how, how good how, how good how good we we started. Oh, oh, that's pretty bad. It's not good. It got better. Oh, I'm not going to do that for the entire thing. However, I need us to say there was some some moving about of games. For example, the Bills Titans game was scheduled to take place at six PM on the Sunday. That didn't happen. It didn't. That one, in fact, at time of recording, that one has been played within the last twenty-four hours. So, in fact, no, it can't be within the last twelve hours. That'd be mental. Um. So. 15, 15 games to pick last week. However, the Broncos-Patriots game has been moved to this week. So, that game gets expunged from the record, so to speak. So, we go down to 14 games to pick from. 
Now, in joint last place with nine out of 14 picks is the stats mistress herself but not someone that she lives with it's this guy ah. 9 out of 14 is a good run I like how it is so you know what 9 out of 14 acceptable scoring better than half distance still not good enough to get the W or shall I say share the W ah. this week again I don't think I don't think we've had I don't think we've had a single week where someone's just won it outright. Yeah. I think you oh, no, won. We have week one. Week one, I got a, I got a win, and then ever since then we've had uh, split winnings uh, each week. Uh, so yes, tied for first place was yourself and said guest. Insert guest name here. Matthew, two teams, two picks. Take your time over your picks, Hermione. Matthew. Uh, with a whopping, with a whopping 10 out of 14 picks correct. Right. I mean, again, you know, we were off to a cracking start because everybody got the first one wrong. <laughs> so, yep. like, well, it can only, it so can that, only go better from this point. For the second... I was going to say, for the second week in a row, but... Uh, in week four, only I was stupid enough to pick the Jets to win. Oh. So not not for the second week in a row. But, oh. yes. Week five did not start off well for all of us. As we uh, successfully thought that uh, Tom Brady wasn't going to absolutely shit the bed. Which is nice of him. Well, very, very controversial game. Um, I don't. I don't know which rumor to believe. Let's put it that way. But apparently there was uh, there was the fourth down thing, which uh, I, I I mean <laughs> really yeah I don't really get it. really I'm a was it twenty this is twentieth season twenty year veteran the goat. But apparently doesn't know when it's fourth down. <laughs> it's alright though, mate, because there are never any clues to tell you what the down is. Everywhere. It's literally everywhere. They play different types of music for the downs. <laughs> Learn the music cues. And then there was the... Um, so I, I'd, I'd read this thing and I was like, that doesn't sound very likely, but then I saw a video which would back up at least part of it. Something about, he stormed off the field and didn't shake Foles' hand. And then there was it went on to say that Foles has then gone into the locker room and been like, you've disrespected me for the second time, but just remind me who won the game. And then walked out. Now I wasn't sure whether they would have allowed him to walk into the locker room and have that conversation because there was other stuff saying that he laughed in his face and stuff. Which, mm. but then I saw a video of the back end of the game. 
Brady storming off the field and Foles looking for him to speak to him and was proper like, where is he? And he looked pissed because it's not that it's not the first time he's done it to him. So you put the video and what was then what else was said together and there's a possibility that that was true. Who knows? So that's that's the picks. That's well, just to, just to tie up some season-long overall scores and whatnot. With your half win, that takes you on to two points for the season. For the guest, so the rotating or rolling guest, that puts them on to one and a half wins this season. Began still to get off the mark. Oof. And I also have two wins this season. Uh, so, currently have a little tie. Man, they. At the top of the league. I'll <laughs> tell you something, with those, with those kind of numbers, you and I should start a podcast. So, the way things usually go is the stats mistress would now burst in through the door purely to sit down and tell us all some stats. Like the Kool-Aid man. Like the Kool-Aid man. She is doing some of that stupid exercise rubbish, that nonsense that them weirdos do. Exercise. So... I have calculated the best possible way to take our 12 stats for the week and divide them equally between me and my glamorous co-host, Mr. Williams. And basically, I've got the first six and you've got the, the back six. There are some injuries. Admittedly, we have covered some, but some interesting injuries definitely impact for fantasy Football fans. Let's do some stats and see where we end up. I'm sure the first stat is going to be a winner with everyone. So, stat number one. Oh, credit where credit's due. Nate Davis, USA Today, brings all the stats into the world and then the stats mistress takes those stats hand-picks the juiciest stats of the bunch, the juiciest stats, and then spits them onto the page and sends them through electronic mail to this guy. So, without further ado, stat number one for week five, NFL season 2020. Washington quarterback, Alex Smith played football Sunday. That's the end of the stat. It isn't. For the first time in 693 days since suffering a horrific broken leg, November 18, 2018. An injury that nearly cost him his life due to the post-surgical infections and subsequent operations he endured. Smith was sacked six times Sunday after replacing injured Kyle Allen, but walked away at the end of the game. That was one of those, I knew the stat was in there, so I didn't want to talk about it too much, but 
they just kept showing his wife and kids. <laughs> it's like, and she was just like, oh no. And he, he took a bit of a shooing in that game. I'm pretty sure the directive was, don't you dare let his injury affect whether you sack him or not. <laughs> it's like, uh. Well, well, Aaron Donald didn't, did he? Because as soon as he came in the kick, the first clip, he was like, I think he came up the other one. Like, he was like, Ugh. and then he basically he jumped on his back, he on him like a backpack. He jumped on his back at one. Yeah, that was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <sighs> so, number two, Cowboys quarterback Dak. Prescott suffered a compound ankle fracture on Sunday and was hospitalised and scheduled to have surgery for what appeared to be a very serious injury, one that left him in tears as he was carted from the stadium. Prescott entered Sunday's game on pace to shatter the league's single-season record for passing yards and had never missed a game. He's hoping he makes a very speedy recovery. Obviously, we covered a lot of that. Number three. Second round rookie, wide receiver, Chase Claypool, I mean, G. Bus, had a breakout performance against the Eagles with 116 yards from scrimmage and four touchdowns. The first Pittsburgh player to find the end zone four times in a game since 1968. G bus. Number four. After beating the Colts, the Browns are four and one for the first time since 1994, when Bill Belichick was their coach. And number five. The Seahawks improved to five and zero for the first time in franchise history Sunday night, becoming the first five and zero team of 2020. Quarterback Russell Wilson threw three more touchdown passes, giving him 19 for the season and putting him on pace for a record 61. Don't know if you saw today, but DK Metcalf went to give him his um, Madden 99, is it? When you get a Madden rating of 99, you get something for it. So, yeah. Uh, over to you. Well, in a similar vein to the teams that are on historic starts and whatnot, the Steelers are 4 0 for the first time since 1979. They also pulled off the same feat in 1978. They won the Super Bowl both years. Chicago Bears quarterback Nick Foles is now 2-0 against Tom Brady after after last Thursday's trial. The other win came in Super Bowl 52 when Nick Foles was the game's MVP. Thursday night, the first time the two quarterbacks who met in a Super Bowl faced off again in different uniforms. Very true. Quite a good stat. Uh, running back David Montgomery scored the Bears' first rushing TD of 2020, making the final team to rush one in for six. Wow. 
Las Vegas with its array of offensive talents outgained Kansas City 490 to 314 uh, yards in Sunday's 40-32 upset. Two of the Raiders' recent first-round picks were about Josh Jacobs and wide receiver Henry Ruggs. I believe it's the third. Henry Ruggs, the third. Both from Alabama. All about that tide. Roll tide. They combined for 203 yards of total offense and three touchdowns at Arrowhead Stadium. Next we have the Panthers. A lot of people thought their uh, season would go straight in the toilet as soon as Christian McCaffrey hit the deck. Well, they somehow managed to find themselves undefeated and have gone 3-0 without the all-pro running back. Mm. So they're doing pretty well for themselves. Oh, dear. As we discussed earlier, the Falcons have hit rock bottom. They're 0-5. And because of that, they've got rid of their head coach and their uh, general manager as well. And this is the first time they're 0-5 since 1997. Um, Pretty bad. I presume the rest of that stat isn't, but they went on to win the Super Bowl. Definitely not. Oopsie. Although... I'm fairly certain certain the next season they actually did get to the Super Bowl. I need to look at that because I think that might have been the season that they they faced the Packers. Uh, I'll look into it. And then finally, we have some streaks that are ongoing. If you listen to the football podcast, you might pick up on the, the fact that we like streaks. So, Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans... Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill and Vikings running back Dalvin Cook are the only players to have scored touchdowns in every game so far this season. Now, I'm not saying that is absolutely where you should... And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your stats. There you go. Get all your money on those three. Uh, We've got what is said here to be Week 5 notable injuries to offensive players. Number one, Minnesota Vikings star running back Delvin Cook requires an MRI after suffering a groin injury. Obviously, we've got Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott, Washington quarterback Kyle Allen suffered an arm injury in Sunday's loss to the Rams. Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Sammy Watkins was exited early with a hamstring injury. Jacksonville Jaguars tight end Tyler Afer injured his neck. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson was ruled out with back injury. Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver AJ Green suffered a hamstring injury against Baltimore. And Cleveland quarterback. Baker Mayfield looked to be ailing in Sunday's win, but x-rays came back negative on his ribs. Big names there in the old injury stats. So, as we know, we like to have a little bit of a 
a guess, a predict, some might say. And we encourage you to follow along at home with our predictions and then predict the games correctly. It's one of those things, if you want to get involved, tag us in something, whether it's a, whether it's a YouTube video, whether it's a, a Twitter, a tweet, even get something on the gram. Get something over to us that says, you're wrong, and here's the right picks for the week. And then we'll throw down and fight in the street. Or something, I don't know. Um, to make things nice and speedy, speed through it. Um, already, me, I was, I was straight off the bat, sending out those picks. Stats Mistress, bit of a copier. She then sent her stat, her picks in. Uh, and I, I can only presume Mr. Williams knows who's going to win. So he has also provided his picks. Mr. Williams, talk to me about any standout games this week. What's the big, what's the big oh. money game? Um, there's, a couple, there's a couple of tasty games on the, on the sketch. Uh, the first one that stands out to me is the Cleveland Browns going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Now, obviously, we've got one team undefeated, one team with one loss. However, technically, they're both coming in off the back of four straight wins. So, obviously... Us here at the Cookie Cats don't really see this as much of a contest as we've all picked the Steelers to win. Now, I did, I, I did go a bit back and forth on this one because I thought, well, the Browns are riding a bit of a hot streak at the moment. On Sunday, though, they were playing against the Colts, I believe. Uh, yeah, they were. They were playing against the Colts. Uh, the Colts were up at times during that game, and I think they could uh, if, if things had gone a little bit different and, and P-Rib was a bit more on it, he might have been able to get them a little, uh, a little win there. So I just think based on that and the fact that the Steelers will be at home might just give them the edge there. Um, you and Leanne obviously seem to agree. Mm. So... I mean, not... Not because it's a standout game, because of the awesomeness of it. It's one of those dross-off games. There's a couple of them this week. Lions, Jaguars. That's one of them. I had a tough time picking that one. Right. Um, uh, The other, the other dross-off claims for me are Washington at New York Giants. Coin flipper. I think, I think the decision was made by the fact that Washington have actually won a game. Well, I mean, you and Leanne have both gone for Washington to, uh, to get another W. I, I've gone for the Giants to pick up a win here. Really? Just because... The quarterback situation at Washington is just anyone's guess. At least the Giants have got a steady presence under centre. So that's what I think might give them the edge there for me. 
another another bit of a dross off game is the Jets going up against the Dolphins. The only thing that you'd maybe argue there is that the Dolphins made the Niners look pretty ordinary on Sunday. I I had a conversation at the weekend and I was a bit like I kind of, I'm a little embarrassed to say this. But I'm kind of liking the Dolphins at the moment. I kind of like that they're they're a little little scrappy team and they're actually yeah. trying this season and it Absolutely. shows and I kind of I'm kind of secretly rooting for the Dolphins. I'm I'm liking what I'm <laughs> seeing. It's just a bit of a bit of fun in it. Uh, other than that, I suppose the the, the better games t- tend to be like later in the uh, later in the day or later in the week. You got Packers and get Packers against the Bucks. Yeah. Chiefs Bills. Chiefs Bills is is shaping Tasty. up to be something decent. Rams 49ers as well. I mean, personally, I think the 49ers are a bit of a, a bit of a joke. Personally, I think they've had their day. I think they've had the day. I had a conversation with someone in a, in a group chat the other day. I I felt they didn't really make it to the Super Bowl by being one of the best two teams last season. The more made it to the Super Bowl with the fact that the, the NFC was very weak mm. last season. So I think they're going to resort back to type, and the Rams are going to take care of business there. Yeah, I know they've got a lot of injuries, but. Something's not quite right with that team for me, the 49ers. Um, And then Monday Night Football is Cardinals at the Cowboys. It'll be interesting to see whether the Cowboys between now and whenever the trade deadline is look to bring in another quarterback or if they're just going to ride Dalton between now and the end of the season. I mean, who's out there, really? I mean, is it the sort of thing where they might if if they if they feel he, he's he's the sort of quarterback who could get him into the postseason, would they be tempted to go to Miami and say, "We know you've got two of there ready to start. Can we take can we take Fitzpatrick off your hands and just go with him until the end of the season?" I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If they're happy with if they're happy with Dalton as their starter, are they going to have to bring in another guy to be the backup? Uh, you just don't know, really. So you'd imagine there'll be some movement for the for the, uh, the Cowboys between now and the trade deadline. I'll just double check on the uh, on the NFL app to make sure they haven't signed anyone this week. Oh, that's something else that came out in the last uh, in the last day or so. Le'Veon Bell released by the Jets. Yes. I mean, at this point in time, do we think Le'Veon Bell will get picked up again? I I was surprised that the Jets took a gamble, but he seemed he seemed to have been doing okay. Oh, is he gone? Oh, has he? Is he there? Uh, oh, he's back. He, is he back? <laughs> Any audio listener right now is like, the fuck hell's going on? 
there, there is potential internet issues, which for the YouTube watcher out there is having an eyes oh, back. He's waving. Things are moving. I, I swear, if that is not the thumbnail for the YouTube, I'm going to make it the thumbnail. That was fucking <laughs> amazing. So, I don't really know what point we got to when the... Uh, when I, the said, did, I said, there. did you think that Le'Veon Bell would get picked up at this point? I imagine there'll be something out there that'll think we're probably not as healthy at running back as we probably could be. If he's Is he worth the sort of risk of alienating the dressing room by bringing him in? That's the question you have to answer. Is he more of a hindrance than a help? Don't know. But on the NFL app, hopefully it won't play any sort of video, but apparently Maurice Jones-Drew has drawn up six potential landing spots for Le'Veon Bell. So, by the sounds of it, his top, his top two places where he thinks he might land is the Buffalo Bills... All the Chicago Bears. He's also played in... He could also go to the Colts. The Chiefs. The San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Or possibly the most likely landing spot for him. You've heard of a little team called the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I mean... Would he, could he end up going back as he burned too many bridges in Pittsburgh to, to rejoin the team? I'm pretty sure those bridges are still on fire now. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, if you can get him fit, if you can get if you can get him behind an offensive line that's going to create spaces and create holes for him, you can't argue that he's not a fantastic running back. It's just the fact that he's now what? He didn't play, was it two seasons ago he had to sit out of the entire season? Yep. Last season he barely played because he was injured a lot. Mm-hmm. He's been on injured reserve this season since week one. Yeah. I, uh... how, many, how many weeks are we talking before he gets back up to actual sort of game speed? We're already in week six. Yeah. He'd argue it's going to take him at least a couple of weeks to get up to speed. So you're looking at week 10 before you're going to get some proper output out of him. Pers- I mean, if somebody... Is it more, is it more hassle that it's worth? If, What's his space, I suppose? If somebody was saying, oh, he might go to, like, the Bengals or something. It's the sort of person that... He's the sort of signing that will end up at the... Uh, at the, at the, at the Patriots. I actually thought the last team you were going to say was the Patriots. I, th- I, th- I thought that was going to be it. And that wouldn't surprise me. It's right in the Bill Belichick wheelhouse, really. Yeah. It's uh, a player who's got, you know, questionable sort of personal problems. Is he a bit of a disruption? They did it with Antonio Brown last season. It didn't really work out for him. So is this like another chance of sort of having a little bite of the cherry and saying, we'll have another swing at this one and see how we get on, but... I, I I can't envision to, I can't envision a, a, a position where he doesn't get taken by somebody. Let's put it that way. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see. But that's for sure. Yeah. There you have it. There we go. A new week dawns. New games are just coming over the horizon. Join us next week as we talk about those games and how right or wrong we were and do this little dance all over again. Predicting games is what we do. So, yeah. Um, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join me and all these other people that... Um, I will speak to you, no doubt. Some might say shortly. Others might say next week. Depends which podcast you follow. Thank you very much. So there you go. What do you think of that? Might not have been anybody there with us, but we still managed to knock it out of the park. Well, at least I think we did anyway. YouTube watchers, uh, if you're not subscribing, do subscribe. If you are a subscriber, get somebody else to subscribe. Do your good deed for the day. Everybody jump over to cookiecast.com. Check us out over there. You can send us social media love. You can send us email love. You can send us love in the post. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.